You're listening to The Beauty Debut. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. As someone who has spent over 25 years in the beauty industry as an esthetician, makeup artist, and in professional sales, I want to share what I've learned. Allow me to be your beauty avatar and give you a behind-the-scenes look at what it's really like to work in the world of beauty. And follow me as I navigate how to age gracefully. And remember, it's never too late to make your debut. This podcast is about all things beauty inside and out. Tune in every week to hear my conversations with the amazing professionals who are working in all aspects of the beauty industry. Get the scoop on the latest trends and learn firsthand insider tips and tricks to help you look and feel your very best. I'm so happy to have you here. The Beauty Debut starts now. What a year this has been, 2020. (laughs) I think many of us are going to be happy to see 2021. And I'm wishing that in this new year, you find health, most importantly, happiness, and that we all get back to some sense of normalcy. And I, I pray that we find peace and can learn to love and respect each other. This has been quite a year. This is not a political podcast, so I'm not going to get into all the nitty gritty. I think we all have our views and opinions on how this year has unfolded. But I will say that I am hopeful for the future and I do believe in the good in people. I wanted to do a recap of my first season of the Beauty Debut podcast. Starting this podcast was really a wonderful surprise, and I'm so, so glad that I took the leap of faith and did it. I launched this podcast on July 1st, and I wasn't sure. I had so much self-doubt. Oh my God, if you could have been in my head, you would have been like, girl, you need a Xanax. Calm down. I wasn't sure who would listen. I mean, quite frankly, who really cares? But I think looking back, I'm glad I did it, and I did it more for myself. This was definitely an exercise in pushing myself, getting out of my comfort zone, trying something new and seeing where it took me. It was a wonderful creative outlet and really has kept me sane during 2020. For those of you that may not know, as the year started, I was working as vice president of sales for La Bella Donna, which is a clean beauty brand. And things were going great, okay? Like many of you, we were like excited for 2020. We had a lot of big plans in store, but then, you know, we kind of know how all that unfolded. And I found myself furloughed, you know, you know, like many companies, my company had to furlough sales team, you know, many employees. And it was hard. You know, I had been furloughed since June. Um, My company was able to hold on for a little bit during the first shutdown, but um, being a smaller company, that's just the way it unfolded. And I found myself for the first time on unemployment. That's a whole separate podcast right there. But, you know, it was very humbling. It was I've gone through all these emotions, and I'm sure many of you 
that have been hit hard by COVID and have been furloughed, you can definitely relate to my feelings. You know, the beauty industry in particular was hit really hard. I mean, California and most of the West Coast was shut down for quite a while. You know, hairstylists, makeup artists, estheticians were not able to actually work. So it's it's been a challenge for our industry. So my heart goes out to all of you that have endured this and have stuck with it. But as I was saying, I found myself, <laughs> you know, having a pity party for myself one day and then one day being really optimistic and baking cookies, working out, you know, doing all the things. And then the next day, you know, curled up in the fetal position. <laughs> so I spent many nights awake worrying and wondering, you know, what's next? What am I going to do? How long is this going to last? Am I going to go back to work? What's next for my career, right? All of that. And again, I'm sure many of you can relate, but it was this podcast. It was a lifeline for me to the industry that I love so much. And speaking with the wonderful professionals honestly kept me from sinking into a really deep depression. So I'm so thankful that I decided to take that leap and do this podcast. In the process, I also learned a lot about podcasting, okay? And I want to give a shout out to my producer, Kellyanne Gorman. She has been a lifesaver and she's helped me and walk me through the early stages of getting started. She produces my show every week and she herself has an amazing podcast called The Happy Workaholic and be sure to check that out. So thank you Kelly Ann for encouraging me and being a sounding board and being a wonderful support. I also want to thank all my guests that were part of my first season. I've done 40 episodes. I can't believe that it's been 40 episodes already. And my first guest was Kate Wind. And we spoke about what it's really like to be a spa director in Las Vegas. And I remember as we were starting to record before I, I told her, okay, we're, you know, we're going to record. So before I, I pressed the record button, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I've never done this before. And I, you know, played it cool. I was like, don't worry, you're going to be great. But I was laughing inside because I was thinking, <laughs> I'm nervous too. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing either. But we got through it. I think the episode turned out great. So I wanted to just send a nice hello to Kate Wind and thank her again for being the first. It's never easy to be the first. And since then, Kate has launched her own podcast called Mom and Me Astrology. You know, Kate and her mother are astrologers and they have such a great vibe and they are great together. So I encourage you to listen to Mom and Me Astrology podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I, again, loved and I cherish all of my guests. So thank you if you're listening. I really appreciate you and your contribution, sharing your career and your journey in the beauty industry. I was really happy to feature women-owned brands. I featured The Perfect V, Tara and Company, Wildling Botanicals, Sonara Skincare, La Bella Donna, Confidence by Char, Well CBD, and a brand called Bright, which turned out to be a really interesting episode. The tagline for that episode was, I used to work for assholes, now I just bleach them. And that <laughs> clever tagline was Bright brand tagline. Luba, who is the owner of that brand, very creative, and she has really taken the taboo out of discussing anal bleaching. Her brand Bright, by the way, is phenomenal for lightening any area of your body, whether it be your knees, underarms, elbows. Check it out. It's a great brand. It's a great episode. Very 
enlightening, no pun intended. But all all of the female-owned brands, their episodes were wonderful and they've shared so much great information. So please check those out if you haven't yet. On this podcast too, I was glad to have my own platform for featuring services and treatments that I thought were really unique. The jet peel and salt facial episodes were some of my favorites. I love sharing innovative beauty treatments that are in our industry and those really will not disappoint. So check out the jet peel and the salt facial to learn more about those services. I also had obviously the chance to speak with business owners about how they navigated through COVID during this time. And I had the opportunity to speak with so many sales professionals, stylists and estheticians and wonderful makeup artists. So again, thank you to all my guests. I also took on launching three new series, my Latina in Beauty series, menopause happen series and most recently i launched the inner beauty series as a platform really to highlight you know healers energy work new age thought astrologers mystics and really all of those working in alternative healing and alternative therapies and it's really all under the umbrella of wellness which is such an important component in the beauty industry in the last 10 years. So again, thank you for all of you who have listened. I know that this podcast was not perfect. (laughs) Things could improve, but that's been the fun of it, is me just kind of learning along the way. This was my first season, first time ever podcasting. And you know, you you realize so many things about yourself when you hear yourself talk. Like I say, um, a lot. And I don't know why I do that. It bugs the hell out of me. And I'm really trying to catch myself. I'm sure I've said it about 100 times already since I've started recording. And I hate that. I'm really trying to change that. So message me if you have some good tips for changing how I speak. Oh, I hate that. And I say amazing a lot. What the hell is up with that? I don't know why. I I know many more words. <laughs> I really do. Okay. Maybe it's just been because I've been locked up. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm speaking like I'm stupid. Self-critiquing, of course. And I, I, you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry if that has bugged you at all. It's bugged me. So I'm sharing it with you, okay? So another thing I learned is that I really over-recorded. So I got so excited about a topic and then I would interview somebody and then I realized I have no place to put this episode in the flow of my episodes. So I went a little crazy. I have way more content than I really needed for this year. So if you were a guest that your episode has not aired yet, I'm so sorry, it's going to air, but probably not until next season. I just have so much to get through and I probably have enough for a few months into next year. I mean, I like I said, I kind of overdid it. Now, Now I know I don't need to interview every single person I meet, but lesson learned. And I, I have some great interviews coming up. So looking back, It's been a great learning experience, as I said, but I'm going to take a few months off of podcasting. I think I'm going to launch my second season. I'm kind of, I'm going to regroup, okay? I'm going to refocus, regroup, launch my new season maybe in March or April. A big part of why I'm pausing is also financial. You know, to produce this podcast, to have my producer, you know, to pay her, let's be blunt, to pay her to do all of this with me and for me 
costs money. And right now, because I'm not working and I'm, you know, really just trying to budget myself and be smart about what I'm purchasing and where my money is going, I'm going to have to pause it. I know that this next year will bring amazing opportunities for me. And I know that, you know, the money will flow, everything's going to get back to some sense of normalcy. But right now I do have to take a pause. So I hope that um, those of you that do enjoy the podcast will understand that and know that it is coming back, but probably not until March or April. Looking back on my podcast, there are some things that I wished had gone differently. One thing is I had when I launched this, I really had wanted this podcast to be kind of a raw and real, honest, you know, I wanted to have honest conversations about the industry. And I think some of that has come out in some of my interviews. But what I have found is that people, you know, off air, they're willing to tell you everything. I mean, they'll spill the tea, they'll call out certain companies, they'll say things, give you the dirty details, talk about bad experiences they've had, sexual harassment, they'll talk about backstabbing bitches, you know, the whole gamut, right? Um, but on air, they kind of don't, they shy away from that. And rightfully so. I get it. They don't want to tarnish their image. They don't want to ruin any existing work relationships. We're professionals and we really want to come across that way. And this is not meant to be a platform to just be airing dirty laundry and talking shit about people. That's not what it's about. I wanted it to be a balance because my tagline was the good, the bad, the catty. There's 80%, 85%, maybe even close to 90% good about the beauty industry and working in this industry. But, you know, there is some shady stuff that goes down. There is some, you know, stuff that happens behind the scenes. And there is cattiness. So I didn't want my podcast to be all fluff. I guess that was my concern. You know, I didn't want it to be fluffy. And if it came across as fluffy, you know, that wasn't my intention. I really wanted it to be a real take. And what I'm thinking... And this is just me talking freely, so I, this may not happen. But maybe next year I'll pick a topic, a certain topic about the industry. And maybe I'll have one or two guests come on to share and talk, but they will be anonymous. So you won't know who they are, what company they work for. And people then maybe will feel more comfortable to talk freely. And again, this I don't want the podcast to be a, a podcast about bashing anyone. But I do want to show the real sides of it because this podcast was supposed to be for people working in the industry, a place for them to come and relate and to hear other people's journeys, to learn from each other. And really, it was a platform to share, you know, beauty tips and inside tips and tricks for the, you know, the regular consumer, the listener. But I wanted it to be, to be a mix. Maybe I was overambitious. Maybe I need to streamline it and kind of stay in one lane. So that's kind of what I want to regroup on and think about it a little more before I relaunch and have a fresh new direction and have it be a clear cut platform. Maybe that's what I need to do. I also was really disappointed that I didn't get to talk to any hairstylists as much as I wanted to. I love hairstylists. Oh my God, If I, I, I think I've shared if I could do my career completely over, I'd be a hairstylist. I love them to death. They are rock stars. And I really wanted to highlight more of their amazing careers. So that's going to be a goal for next year. And I will continue to highlight female-owned brands, female executives, sorry. I want to highlight continuing beauty trends, dynamic new services. But I also want to also shift again and be a little bit more pro-aging. I've had, you know, some epiphanies and, and turns in how I see things. 
I have recently decided to let my gray hair show. I'm growing and transitioning into a silver sister, growing out. I was one of those people that had to color my roots every two weeks to keep that gray from showing. Yes, every two weeks, really every 10 days, if I really wanted to keep it crisp and tight. It's been so freeing to make that decision not to color my hair. So I stopped coloring. My last color was September 22nd of 2020. So I'm heading into 12 weeks as today I'm recording this and it's, it's, it's great. I have found a whole amazing community on Instagram of other women kind of going through the same transition and it's been wonderful to connect. Hashtag Silver Sisters. You can find so many inspirational women of all ages embracing their natural gray hair. I'm excited to be a pro-age advocate. I'm excited to show that it's okay. We should normalize aging. It's great. Um, will The beauty industry is, is wonderful too. I think Botox is great. Filler is great. Do whatever you want to make yourself feel good. But I think we need to, as a society, normalize aging for women. Men can age, no problem. Women, not so much. If we're really honest with ourselves, it's just not as accepted. In the age of Instagram filters, in the age of Photoshop, it becomes unrealistic to really look like that. And that's all we see. And so we become mentally conditioned to think that a wrinkle or a freckle or a brown spot on our face is not beautiful. It is. And we should normalize it. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not saying that I'll never do Botox again. I'm not going off the deep end yet. But, you know, I'm also trying to embrace the changes in my body, in my face, and in my hair. Like, this is part of it. We're all going to age. And it's a natural thing. I'm grateful that I am aging. I'm grateful that overall I'm very healthy. And that's really what I want to focus on. So I want to have more real conversations about that, about what it's like to age in the beauty industry, what it's like to age in general for women in our society. And I want this to be a pro-aging platform as well. So that's it. I just wanted to kind of recap my thoughts for the year of my first season. And I want to thank all of you who have taken time out of your day to listen to an episode. Even if it was just one episode, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Thank you to all my friends, family, colleagues that have shared my podcast that have encouraged other people to listen. I've really enjoyed this whole process and I'm looking forward to next year. And I wish all of you a very happy holiday season and a wonderful happy new year. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would rate and review and be sure to subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode goes live. To learn more about makeup, skincare, self-care, and my personal go-to products, visit thebeautydebut.com. Do you want to continue today's conversation? You can find me on Instagram at thebeautydebut and on LinkedIn at Claudia Fabian. 